0: look at Jules time. Run down the
1: the line. So
2: opened up. Uh, anybody can get starling now. They don't.
3: Welcome, everybody. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable. Let me turn the echo off. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable, coming to you in mono, one channel tonight. I don't know why. (laughs) Glenn, you should have told me.
4: I didn't notice.
3: All right. Well. Yeah, but I'm seeing it, yeah. We're going to make it work. Anyway, hey, this show is about ham radio, shortwave, electronics, and all that kind of good stuff. Many of us ham radio operators got our start in ham radio by being shortwave listeners. So we really welcome you to uh, be with us tonight, and especially if you're out there listening on uh, uh, international shortwave radio station WBCQ on seventy-four ninety, man, we're really uh, uh, glad you tuned in tonight. And uh, if you will, send us an email and let us know where you are and how you're hearing the station tonight. We're coming to you uh, through the shortwave tonight from Monticello, Maine, up on the uh, Maine and Canadian border. That's where it's coming from. About 50,000 watts, not high power, pretty low power, but it still gets out fairly yeah. good there. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com, tom at w5kub.com. And uh, that's for the guys listening now on, uh, on radio, but if you've tuned in, and you can tune in and watch the show live every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, just by going to w5kub.com, w5kub.com. And um, if you will, if you're listening or if you're watching out there right now on our channel, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, it should be right there. I'm giving you a little help to show you where it is. Uh, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button, hit the notification button, uh, hit all the buttons there, if you will. We really appreciate that. It, uh, it helps us to uh, get the message out about our show and and it brings more people into the show. We're on uh, audio. We have our own uh, audio podcast out there on just about every uh, podcast carrier. If you just want to listen to the show at any given time, uh, we're on all the, all the uh, podcast carriers from iNet Radio to uh, Tumblr to iTunes, you can find us just anywhere out there, and um, just tune in anytime. you can listen to it right there online, or you can download it uh, if you uh, want to. Uh, let's see, what's going on here, uh, yeah, uh, I probably have a loose connection here, let me just wiggle a connection here real quick, guys, to see, if, uh, to see if the stereo starts back up, don't know if it will. Uh, I got so many connections. I ain't sure which one I need to wiggle here. Uh, but uh, we're gonna. I'm trying. Let's see. I don't know if that did any good or not. No, it didn't do any good. So nope, did not do any good. We'll look at it. We'll look at it later. Anyway, just everybody, you know, turn your good ear to the speaker that's working tonight. You know. Woo. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh. Hey, got some good things lined up for you tonight. B- a bunch of. Kind of small things, but I think they're interesting, and uh, we're going to talk about them all here in a minute. And, uh, hey, guys, don't go away because we're going to take a tour of Fair Radio. Mark P. is with us tonight. He went up to uh, Fair Radio, and, uh, man, we got, we're got we going to see what's inside that building, Fair Radio, before they, I don't know what they're going to do with it, dig a hole and bury it. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Wish I was up there. Boy, I'd like to get some of that stuff. Hey, Glenn, how you doing tonight, man? Come on in here, Glenn. Talk to me. Hey. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Doing, uh, doing pretty good, pretty good, man. Uh, so, what's going on here?
4: Well, I'm about to switch over to my new internet. I changed cell phone providers and internet providers, and once I get some time, uh, I'll be switching over. Uh, looks like my internet speed's going to increase. Uh, From 25 meg up to about 150 meg down, and 6 up to 25 up. Well, that's pretty good, man. And I actually saved a pile of money, so I'm looking forward to that.
3: Yeah, and that's uh, with with the wireless, the new wireless T-Mobile deal, right? This is the
4: wireless T-Mobile 5G link, and it is gorgeous.
3: Yeah, Uh, you know, I think that's going to take over and probably become one of the you know, one of the connections that people go to. You know, I mean, you know, just like a telephone, your you know, your landline's gone away now. Everything's wireless, and they they've got it. They got to sell something to stay in business. And hey, yeah, get- well, I
4: I didn't you know I didn't used to have any decent internet options here, and this yeah. is really the best one that I've had in a long long time. Yeah. Yeah, and Brett, I have actually run speed tests on this already and i've seen it go from 25 up to 150 megs so it is definitely going to be an increase
3: well that's uh, that's that's pretty good pretty good yeah we i'm looking I...
4: forward to it to see what it does for for me in the show
3: oh man all right hey we've got uh, let's uh let's uh let's pull mark in here mark p come on in here mark p how you doing mark p Doing good. Doing good, man. Hey, we appreciate it. I understand you've got a video here where you went up. Is it Lima, Peru? a Peru? Lima, Ohio? (laughs) Man, I'm about to lose it, guys. I'm about to lose it, man. Lima, Ohio.
0: Lima? Like a lima
3: bean. Like a lima bean. Lima. 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 Is it spelled like Lima? Spelled like Lima, but it's Lima. Well, how do you know it's not Lima?
2: (laughs) Well, I've been here a long time, and they always called it Lima.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hmm. I used to listen to Lima, Peru all the time on Short shortwave. That was a famous station, I think. You, ever, you remember that, Glenn? You ever listen to Lima, Peru? No, but I worked a lot of the South American stations yeah. when I was
4: in Miami. It was like we had a, a duct all the way down yeah. to South America.
3: All right. Well, hey, back to, uh, back to Mark there. Uh, appreciate you going up there. It's not just a little quick drive. It, it's a couple hours from home, isn't it?
2: Uh, it's about an hour and fifteen minutes
3: yeah. from where I
2: am. <clears throat> about an hour north of Dayton.
3: Yeah. Now wait a minute. We we got Bill. Bill chimed in here. Lime. He says it's lime. Lime-a. Lime-a? Lime. Lima.
2: Yes. Lime. Lime
3: uh Ah, Bill. He. You you guys up here in north. You don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. I. I I'll accept that. Lima, Ohio. I, I got. It. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, hey, thanks for driving up here and uh, uh, taking some video. Man, that is a big place. You got a lot of video there. Uh, we're going to talk about it in a little while. It's a real fast paced, but man, we see some great stuff and we see some stuff. Don't even know what it is. Uh, all right. Um, oh, hey, let me go through a couple announcements real quick and just hey, let me let me fill you guys in on a couple of things going on, uh, <clears throat> and then we'll get into the show. <clears throat> Uh, we didn't have a show last week because, uh, as normal, something crazy happened. Uh, you know, I started one hour before the, before the show starts. So I power everything up, get everything working, and I had no Internet back here. No Internet or anything here in the studio. I like, go, oh, man, what's going on? So uh, my Internet back here it comes to me through a Cat5 cable f- from a, uh, a gig switch in my office up here. Well, I have my, my, uh, my office computer, and Kathy's got a computer up there uh, in the office on that same gig switch. And she was over there working, you know, so I'm thinking, okay. So I run in there, I look at the switch, and I can't figure out what's going on, you know. Kathy's working, so the Internet must be up, but I'm not getting anything back to the studio. So I grabbed me a, a long Cat5 cable you know, like 75 foot and I plug it in here and I run it down the hall and around the corners and it didn't long enough. So I find me a little deal there to splice it, you know, with and I got another 25 foot cable and put it on there and it came back. I still didn't have internet anywhere back here. I got, oh man, well, maybe that cable's bad, you know, a little splicer thing, maybe it, you know, turned the, turned the connections around or something. So, So I came in here and I got me a 100 foot Ethernet cable. Went in here and ran it down a hallway, and you know, plugged it in a gig switch and brought it in here and plugged it in. And, and still no internet or nothing back here. And at the same time, my Zoom computer here, it looks all hosed up because it was doing an update. And it didn't want to come out of it. Well, and besides that, uh, I, had, I had been pretty sick. In fact, I have been until today. Something kind of like COVID-type, you know, uh, feeling. is about to kick my butt. I've had it for like 10 days now. Today is the first day I've kind of come over it. But back to my network problem. So, so that's Tuesday. Also, that Tuesday I spent the entire afternoon at a funeral. Ham, uh, my, uh, uh, my, my first cousin, uh, passed away, and I was at his funeral, and he came home and tried to do the show. Feeling bad and no internet and PC all stopped up, so, you know, right at 8 o'clock, I I looked right at 8 o'clock, and I haven't brought back all the files I needed for the show that night, you know, videos and different things. (sighs) So, I did a little bit deeper troubleshooting, and I found out that, hey, it's not the cable, it's not not the gig switch. I didn't have any internet anywhere. Kathy was over there working but she was offline. I thought she was on. I thought she, she was doing ancestry stuff. I thought she was online. We didn't know it was down. I go look at the cable modem and we're down. We're all, we're down. So anyway, I get that, you know, hey, it, it finally comes right back up, but it's kind of late then. I haven't run all my I haven't bring my videos back. I hadn't queued stuff up. Plus I'm about halfway sick. And I just said, hey, we're going to cancel the show tonight. So forgive me, guys, uh, for all you guys that came to us last week and uh, <clears throat> we we couldn't get on here last week. And <coughs> <clears throat> Whew. It's a little warm back here tonight. Not doing real good tonight, but I think I am coming out of it. Got a lot going on this week, guys. Let me just tell you about my week. Uh, I'm trying to get over this. Kathy's got it now. The, uh, the doctor said it's going to last 10 10 or 12 or 14 days. Who knows? It isn't COVID. We've been tested for everything. Uh, But uh, this weekend, I have a granddaughter that's getting married. i got to go to that wedding. You know, got to be there. And then, uh, middle of next week, I'm getting this eye uh, replaced. And then I've got, you know, a couple doctor appointments after that for the eye. And then, uh, what, uh, two weeks later, I get this eye uh, replaced. So, i got to go through all that. And, uh, so you may see me um, week after next, you may see me with some glasses on, with only one lens here. You know, maybe I have this lens taken out. I don't know, because I'm gonna have one good eye and one bad eye. So, anyway, whoo. So, that's kind of what's going on here. And uh, let me just, uh, let, hey, I, I got a couple pictures here. Uh, uh, my helper here. I got my, my here's a picture of my granddaughter, guys. Now my granddaughter, she grew up. She, she's really a big help. Here she is building me a table for Dayton. This is a 20-foot-long table that she built me that we took to uh, Dayton when we were outside in the flea market, so she was quite young there. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, here she is uh, using a chop saw, and she's cutting some conduit right there, and uh, I thought that's awful brave of her there to, uh, to with sparks flying and everything, so she did that. Uh, there's a picture of the table uh, after we finished it. Uh, She also has helped me out a lot in the ham shack here. She is here building. You know the tape measure antennas Uh, Here she is here assembling a bunch of tape measure antennas uh, for me. So she's putting them together right there There's another shot of her putting them together right there so Now you know hey, she's a little bit older and look guys marriage license look at that marriage license and uh, So I'm gonna lose my helper. I think I'm going to lose my helper, but uh, we're very happy. We're very happy that uh, uh, she and Parker are going to get married. Parker has, is a uh, doctor now. He he uh, is, has completed all his, his uh, schoolwork and everything and board and everything. He is a doctor now, and uh, uh, she will be a registered nurse. She will uh, actually be a registered nurse in December, and believe it or not, Believe it or not, they're getting married uh, this coming Sunday, and she has a final test Monday morning at ten o'clock that she has to be at. So I don't know. Everybody wish her well on that uh, that test right there. Uh, uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, they they would not make any uh, they wouldn't <clears throat> make any concessions for getting married. You know, if you get married, that's tough. You know, you got to take the test. You know, it's, it's this day. You know, <clears throat> so. That's kind of where we are uh, with uh, with my helper, and uh, uh, maybe Parker, maybe her husband can uh, help us out a little bit here. Maybe we won't. Maybe, maybe we we'll get more help here. Hey, hey, just real quick. Uh, you know, I like looking at uh, I like looking at some of these pictures where people do these little hacks in uh, uh, electrical systems and stuff and. Uh, a couple of these slides we've seen before, but I, I want to want uh, to look at them right now and get your thoughts, uh, uh, Mark and, and Glenn. So let's see, what is this one? I can't tell. Oh, oh, hey, this is using this is using the 22. I, I think that's a 22 long rifle right there, and uh, looks like one of them has blown right there, about the third one down. Uh, the fifth one's still holding in pretty good there. Uh,
2: so those are indicating fuses.
3: Yeah, those yeah. are those are uh, uh uh. What do you call it? Uh, they had an audible alarm on them when they blow. Yeah, but they're not self-resetting. That's that's true. Now now, uh, MythBusters they did a they did a show on this I think at one time I don't know if you saw it or not. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think they had trouble really getting getting them to blow, but I think they did get. I think just kept cranking the current up till they got it to blow. So you know. But uh, it will work. So uh, if you're out there, if you're out there and you need a fuse, and there's so many different values of fuses, I wouldn't worry about it. Most people down here in the South, we've got guns, and uh, you know, 22 uh, is very popular. Everybody's got a 22. Uh, just a 22 long rifle is just about just about the right size to to snap right in there. So, and you know, hey, even if you don't have any guns or, or, or a rifle, just hey, go to your local. Store there and get you a box of 22, uh, 22 long. You know, uh, I think I think it'd be a wise choice there. Now, so I- here's a neat way to tap in. I, I this is this is uh, a, a unique way to tap into one of the power mains. I kind of like this. It's very secure. But I, I think I would have probably I'd probably fuse that. I would think. I mean, any any thoughts about that?
2: Yeah, I going through to the other side and touching the back of the box. Well, yeah, you have to use too. a short
3: screw for sure. You use a short screw, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think I would have probably used use the uh, use the fuse in line there. Uh, I'm a, I'm trying to get. I got to pull the. Oh, man. I'm behind in the chat room here. Let me see what's going on in the chat room real quick. Uh, Okay, okay.
4: Oh, now you're bringing me back to my Novell days,
3: Brett, with the vampire taps.
0: Yeah?
3: Uh Okay, oh. Okay, so again, I don't have anything wrong with uh, any problem with that, except it's not fused, and I think we we probably, you know, should have fused it. Now this is an interesting one here. I didn't know this will work, but it must work. Well, it's on the (laughs) internet.
4: Yeah, it's on the internet, therefore it has
3: to work. You know, I didn't think about, I didn't think about that being for a charge. And see, they're only plugged in one hole, so they're not getting two twenty. Oh uh, no they're only getting they're only getting one half or one twenty and that's that's uh that's pretty cool there,
4: yeah, unless they ground the other side of the phone,
3: yeah yeah, yeah <clears throat> now i I have not thought about this that that's aluminum wire, and you know it's just you know if you don't have a good clamp or something that we can keep clamp metal uh aluminum together uh I don't know, but that's a pretty interesting way to, to splice. No, no, that's yeah, Look at not... the
2: background. Look at the background of that picture where they found it.
3: Uh, the background?
2: Yeah, look at the background. The guy's up on a telephone
3: pole. Oh, yeah, but oh.
4: Th- there's a really big <clears throat> problem. He's not using weatherproof tie wraps.
3: Well, oh, yeah. Well, so yeah, I get, Well, I didn't realize how high up it was, but oh, yeah, there's a roof down here. That is pretty high. Yeah. So that's not your typical uh, homeowner. I, I, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, I would have tried to get a little bit more mechanical. I would probably mesh those wires together, you know, kind of pushed them in to each other a little bit and then, you know, kind of squeezed them together, maybe. Uh, but uh, that, that's pretty cool. So look, guys. Hey, if you're if you're not MacGyver, but just think about it, man. It. You know, like I used to tell anybody, I, I can do this about anything. If the enemy's attacking, I, I I can do it. So, hey, if the enemy was attacking, and I didn't have a a, a, a decent way to splice that, I would do that right there. I would get it yeah, going.
4: But if the enemy is attacking, I'd send somebody else up
3: the pole. <clears throat> well, that, that might be. Uh, now, if you don't have the right plug, there are ways around that. Um, <laughs> There are ways around it. And, well, it's uh,
4: wood's not going to conduct, so, and he's got plastic tape. So, what's the problem?
3: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess as long as you get the right, get it in the right hole, there you will be okay. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, no, I think you would be fine. That may be. That's Wood a will that's will a foreign. Fire. I tell you what. That's a. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's a uh, maybe European or something. I'm looking at the plug to the. To the right there, that's probably, I don't I don't recognize that socket right there.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I can't really critique that because I don't know much about that one right there. Now, we've all seen this one. We've seen this before, but I think that's pretty good. That takes a 20-amp breaker, and it converts it to like a 1,000-amp breaker.
2: Actually, it doesn't. They sell a little metal piece that you can <laughs> hold it on with. But it doesn't, it'll still trip, even if you hold it on.
3: Oh, well, we need to get some of those in. (laughs) It's really so
2: that people don't turn off the breakers that uh, your, um, like they go to your emergency lights or to the fire alarm or whatever. It it would have to trip it. It, It's not gonna be accidentally turned off.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what this is. Now, grounds are important grounds are very important in electrical work. Now, I'm not sure how this is grounded. I guess I where's that green that, wire? What's that green wire going?
2: Looks like it goes somewhere else to pick up a ground.
3: Well, well, it goes behind the knob, and it looks like it goes up behind that strap. Does it keep going, or it? It
2: goes it, down to the right.
3: It goes where? Down to the right. Down to the
2: right. Well, it goes down yeah. to the right. <clears throat> It's like part of that <clears throat> nut screw, and then goes down to the right. It doesn't go to the outlet. The outlet is touching the uh, spigot.
3: Yeah, and that, that's pretty cool. Actually, I don't
4: think it's touching the spigot unless the spigot is dripping on it.
3: Well, you know, and, hey, if you need a better ground, just like when I was in Oklahoma, I had a drippy faucet, and I, I, I put it on my, my vertical antenna. And uh, it you make the grass really green there, you know, around the antenna. But you know, this is kind of cool if you if you need a better ground, you can just kind of turn that thing on, let it drip a little bit, and that will uh, that'll probably increase your grounding a little bit there.
2: Well uh, yeah, it'll give it more conductivity.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. No, I don't get this that much, man. <clears throat> I can't tell what kind of splice this is. That's some of those little uh nylon or plastic look that's splices. a that's a telco kind of splice is it yeah is it Because there's multiple wires there i guess right
4: yeah 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 it's, I, it's a waterproof junction
3: i wonder if the little uh umbrella comes with the little splice kit right there
4: it probably came with the drink it had just <clears throat> before doing this
3: well it it may have may have man yeah. it
2: well, looks like somebody's coated everything with maybe silicon caulking
3: <clears throat> yeah maybe okay let's see what you got here uh now we've seen this before that's usually where your 10 millimeter ends up i guess i i i lost yeah. my 10 and i it may need to be a
2: deep socket
3: yeah yeah you do need deep now if you don't have that you can always cut you some wire now the neat thing about this look how the wires are color-coded at the bottom you got blue and red and black and he made his wire fuses color coded. That's actually a pretty good thing. Yeah. What's all that red above that across there? What's that red stuff? That looks it's like the it. switch. It's what? Sw- Is it it's a switch? a
2: mechanical switch to open the uh, oh, okay. circuit. <clears throat> okay.
3: Okay. Mm. Yeah.
2: Uh, it looks like the insulation on that uh, blue or blue <laughs> wire has kind of been overheated.
3: Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. Uh, just poorly cut, yeah, I don't know it, it, it yeah I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, let's see what else we got here. Uh, now, I looked this for a while, I couldn't figure out what he was doing there, but I do see now after I look at I, I step back and I look at the the big picture, you know, l three, I guess leg three or whatever you call that thing, it just wasn't long enough to make it down to the terminal, and uh
4: oh gosh
3: it wasn't long enough so i didn't see the second wrench y- yeah yeah so it took you two wrenches to get that down there you know so that's uh that's interesting but uh um uh, hey it you know He work. should have used a piece of
4: wire with the uv ties yeah yeah
3: it'll it'll work it'll work what do we got here here's another one using the the uh, i guess those are 22 long rifle right here Looks uh, like hitting, yeah,
4: those look twenty-two. Yeah, uh, he,
3: he heat there. I don't think they're. I don't think these are blown, are they? No, that's in a car. Yeah, and you know, like a
2: Chevy or Ford fuse block in a seventies car.
3: Yeah, yeah. It we got the uh, dome light. Yeah, we got we got one other picture here, and uh, uh, last time I was at Glenn's house, I took it. It's it's in his room next to his uh, lab there, uh, We're... Well, he's got a couple servers in there, and, and he, he uh, Glenn is really uh, he really likes wire management systems. So uh, you can see uh, how neat that is. You got a walkway down through there. Uh, all the uh, overheads are high enough that most of them will clear clear your head. Uh, yeah, you I've actually
4: reorganized that, and I'll have to get you a new picture.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
4: Yeah, it's it's yeah. much cleaner organized now.
3: Yeah, Bill said that's a Cat Five storm. That's pretty much, yeah. Yeah, oh uh, that's kind of that's kind of cool. Cat Five storm, yeah. Uh, and and hey, Brett was talking about the ratchets a while ago. He's talking about how the ratchets ratchet up the voltage. You know, yeah, we, we got some smart people out there, man. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah, someone was hunting for a fuse <clears throat> and finally shot one.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, hey, uh, I, I hope that was interesting. We like to, from time to time, bring you, uh, so, you know, some little commentary on, you know, electrical. And we kind of evaluate whether it was good practice or bad practice. And I'm not sure I saw any just terrible bad practice. I mean, most of it no, looked. It was ingenuity at its best. Most of it looked pretty solid.
4: I bet you would have uh, paid for that last week to get your Internet up.
3: Well, if you remember, it came up by itself. Uh, Somebody just called me on my phone. Who could call me on my phone? Uh, Let's see. What is this? Okay, okay. Um, So.
4: That's your doctor asking if you want the super high bionic eye or if you just want a standard replacement.
3: Yeah, okay. Okay. So, I didn't see anything there that really, uh, I mean, it it was mechanically strong. The thing is, you don't want to, you always want to at least make sure your connections are mechanically strong. And it it looked like pretty much all those fit that bill there, you know. All right, let's see, uh, let's see. Oh, hey, hey, guys, there's a, uh, let me tell you real quick. Let me pull up the uh, email. There's a ham fest I needed to tell you guys about, and that is, uh, this is, somebody sent this to me. I guess you can read it. I, I, I can't read it too good until I got my new eyes, but uh, this is from the- It's Innoway. the No-Arc
4: Ham fest, October 14th yeah. in okay. Crestview,
3: Crestview, Florida. All right. There we are, down in Crestview, Florida, the four, 13th, 14th, uh, no, 14th. Hamfest. Go to it, guys. There it is um uh, you have a good time oh yeah october 14th
4: i'm ready for new, another ham fest
3: <clears throat> all right okay let me mark that off my list here
4: i need to find my list of <clears throat> local ham fests because i'm in the mood
3: yeah hey okay so while we're on a roll here let's uh let's roll into let's roll into our next uh update here real quick bam bippy boppy boom bam okay hey guys we are today at 362 days of flight on uh, W5KUB-113. In in uh, three more days, three more days, we will be able to uh, verify that we've hit one year in flight uh, on this. Uh, and uh, boy, I had to map up, but here we go. Let me pull the map up again for you. And. Uh, is there any more word from uh, 113? 112? No. no. 112? No. Uh, uh, guys, 112, we got one report. We got both the first and second data. It looked like everything matched up uh, on 455 days. But that was 100 days after our last transmission, and we haven't heard from it since. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I look for it every day to see if it's, uh, if it reports once. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be coming back to us, so we're we probably not going to hear from it anymore. Let's use, uh, <clears throat> let's look at this real quick. This is uh, 113, uh, and, and this is, uh, this is uh, the, the crew on 113 is Larry, Daryl, and his other brother, Daryl, and uh, we're going to have to have a celebration for these guys uh, here in three days. And if you just look at, Look at their flight path. I mean, that, that's just that's just very cool. Now he it looks like he's trying to <coughs> looks like he's trying to come back up. He's been inching up toward the equator. Uh, he's been inching up to the equator every day a little bit more. I I don't know whether to hope that that uh, Daryl and and, and uh, Larry and Daryl and Daryl stay below the equator or not. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be going into winter here. It'll be summer down there. But then the storms are going to start being down there. So I don't know where the best place for, for them to be, but uh, we uh, we'll see what what happens there. We we I I, I feel pretty good that we're going to make a year a year flight with that. And if you guys remember following our show balloons uh, uh, back in the early days. Uh, you know, sometimes we'd get a, maybe a flight of one week or two weeks or one month or, boy, we'd get a really great flight. it would go three months and then, you know, then we'd lose it. But, uh, um, things have changed over time and, uh, we're fixing to hit one year there. So just wanted you to know about, know about that. Hey, I mentioned to you last Tuesday, I was at a funeral (coughs) and, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I've got a slide here. Uh, this is my cousin, uh, Katie 4 euh Silent Key. He uh, he passed away uh, uh, a little over a week ago. We had the funeral last Tuesday, and uh, that's where I was Tuesday afternoon. Uh, John uh, spent 22 years in the Navy. Uh, he was a lieutenant commander uh, when he got out, and uh, he's now Silent Key. Uh, he. Uh, I just had uh, I just had lunch with him and his brother and others about 3 weeks ago and everything was fine but uh so you never know uh what's going to happen here so anyway we're going to miss John our cousin uh 4 for EHU or EUH I'm sorry about that okay <clears throat> <clears throat> Hey another thing Glenn Mark have you heard about the test tomorrow Yes All right, we announced it on the radio, I mean, we announced it on here a couple weeks ago, but uh, guys, there is going to be a FEMA test tomorrow, approximately 120 plus or minus 20 minutes, and uh, they're going to turn on every cell phone, every iPad, every computer, every Radio in your car, every TV, every cable—they're gonna—they're gonna see if they can break the internet tomorrow. At 1:20 uh, uh, Central Time, 1:20 p.m. Central Time tomorrow, we've got the FEMA test, and they're gonna test—you uh, know—notifying everybody. Yep. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. So be aware. If everything starts going off tomorrow around one twenty, don't panic. You know what it is. Hey uh Glenn, uh, just quickly, um Day in a park. Yeah. That is on the
4: 16th at Olive Branch City Park starting at 9 a.m. Uh we're gonna be serving lunch. We've got a pile of good prizes to give out. Um don't have to spend any money for most of the prizes, but they will be selling tickets for a couple of the really big prizes. And uh, looks to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some tailgating and just just a lot of fun. And the weather's looking to be really nice.
3: Well, that's great. Yeah, uh, cannot wait. All right. Well, we've been talking about it, and it's finally here. Hey, somebody asked. Somebody asked. Uh, let's see if it's so. Is it an emergency? If you don't get the message, my understanding is even if you have emergency messages turned off, and if you read this document here, if you have an iPhone and you have, have the messages, uh, emergency messages turned off, it will override that, and it will still send you uh, the alert, and if your phone was off, when you turn your phone on, it's going to give you the alert, even if, you know, you're an hour late or something like that. So, yeah, uh, they
4: mentioned I had the date wrong in the chat room, <clears> by
3: the way. What was that?
4: It's the 13th, or, yeah, the 14th, not the 16th.
3: Okay, good, good.
4: But it's that weekend on the Saturday.
3: Yep. Sorry about okay. that. All right. Okay.
4: <clears throat> My desk is still piled to the ceiling with junk.
3: Yeah, okay. So, Brett, you're going to get the message, man. Hey, Hey, Brett. Uh, Let's do a test here, Uh, Brent. I want you to uh, block everything, try to turn everything off, and let us know next week if you got the test. I'd like to know if the test came in somewhere on your car radio or your TV or your cable or maybe a a filling in your tooth picks it up. I don't know, but I want you to let us know next week if you got the test. You know, Uh, yeah.
4: Oh, there's a little hand that'll reach out and turn your phone on.
3: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right,
4: okay. You know, you, you've ever wondered what <laughs> thing is doing since the Adams family got canceled?
3: All right, well, hey guys, just a, a, a minute or two, we're gonna we're gonna go to Fair Radio in. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Lima. Right, right. Lima, Peru. No, I'm just kidding. Lima, Ohio. For us down here is Lima, Lima, Ohio.
4: Okay. Yeah, I've always thought it was Lima, but must be a Yankee thing.
3: Yeah, it, it kind of is. You know, you know how they talk up there. And, yeah, you know.
4: they they can't spell, they can't pronounce. You know.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, y'all is you all. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and <clears throat> you know, I mean, down here, if I said G yet, you know what I meant. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, G yet? No, G. <laughs> All right. Surely somebody in the chat room knows what we just said. We were talking about eating, guys. All right. All right. Hey, we'll be right back in a minute. We're gonna Then we're going to go to Lima. Lima? Lima. Oh, man. I
4: know. I can't, can't keep it straight now.
3: We're going to go to Lima. Lima, Lima, just a minute. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go away. Okay. Screen. Real-time high-speed spectrum scope. Easy digital mode settings, high-performance GPS antennas included, full D-Star functions, SD card slot. Aim higher and enter the world of SHF. For more information, go to www.icomamerica/amateur. all oh, right I think okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, I was trying to think of another word I could. Oh, hmm.
4: Well, if it's any consolation, your commercials are in stereo.
3: Yeah, I saw that's, uh, that's kind of cool, but that's okay. Uh, I'll figure it out.
2: Music at the beginning was in stereo.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it so out. So it's something to do
4: with his hmm. mic feed into the mixer.
2: He's probably got the pan pot set to the
3: left or the right. No, I checked the pan just a minute ago. It was—I, in fact, I wiggled it just in case it was a little dirty, you know. Uh, But no, I don't know, man. Sometimes it has a mind of its own. Woo. Okay. All right. So, why did you decide to go up to Lima? What made you? Well, you talked
2: about him. closing eventually and i thought yeah. maybe it'd be a good idea to get some video of the place because that's uh, really big
3: i would love to have gone up there in fact there's so much cool looking stuff up there which we're going to see in a minute i, I already just j- jump in my truck and drive up there at one eye next week man i mean there's a lot of stuff i didn't even know what it was but a lot of stuff i kind of knew what it was a lot of stuff I'd love to play with. A lot of stuff I wouldn't even wanted it at all because of this junk. And they were leaving some kind of decent, near modern stuff in there. To tell you the truth, they got everything there. So, guys, uh, <clears throat> okay, if you're out there listening on Shoreway, this is going to be the difficult part for you. This is a tour of uh, Fair Radio up in Lima, Ohio. It's a surplus dealer. And uh, the the video really doesn't have any audio talking about it. So we're going to try to pick out certain items and talk about it. If somebody in the chat room sees something interesting, uh, yell at us real quick. We'll try to stop the tape and, and uh, tape. We'll try to stop the. This thing is no tape. What's it on? What, what do you call it? Uh, digital. Well, it's all digital something. It's little electronic pulses on something. Anyway, we'll try to stop it, and we're going to talk about it. So Mark and Glenn and I, we're going to see things, and we're just going to stop it. We're going to talk about certain things, and then we'll continue. It takes about 30 minutes long. So, uh, again, if you're out there on shortwave, short wave, it's going to be a little difficult. You're going to hear some silence here, but uh, just uh, bear, bear with us. So, um, okay. Um, well, yeah, that's when you have to turn the, the vision <clears throat> on on your radio. Yeah, oh, hey, I, I got one other little video I want to show you real quick here. It's like thirty seconds. Uh, people are asking about uh, my satellite. Uh, how's the satellite deal going? So, uh, you know, you know, I built up the satellite system, got the Yezu azimuth elevation tracking rotor and everything working fine. I got the new little Sat box, the SAT box, working great. Got the ninety-seven hundred, but. I have a problem on a lot of satellites, and uh, uh, I've about figured out what it is. And the issue I have is I've got massive <coughs> trees with leaves that block uh, the signal. I can hear it, but it's not very very noisy, and it should be better. Just to give you an idea, here's here's what my view looks like uh, uh, from the antenna up there. So, if I look south, that's I'm standing. Well, you can see the antenna right there; it's pointing up, but if you look to the south, I've got some pretty tall trees back there. If you look to the southeast, you can see it gets much more dense right here to the southeast. Uh, if I look east, uh, quite a bit of uh, attenuation there. That's southeast. I mean, that, that's, uh, that's east. Now, if we go northeast, well, actually, that's north. Mm. Once I go north, you can see I, I can see some sky, but at the distance down toward the horizon, I've got more trees. Uh, but to the north, I got clear sky above me. I got clear sky. Now, if I go to the west, I've got pretty clear sky to the west. Uh, once I clear my roof of my house here, you can see from the, above the roof here. So you know, at, at low angles, I'm shooting through the roof there. That's all my air conditioning and heating and air and then everything inside there, I mean, that place is packed. That's part of the attic right there. So you can see that uh, uh, I don't have good, good uh, uh, visibility of the sky. Now, uh, winter's coming, and uh, all the leaves are going to be off the tree. And uh, once the leaves come off the tree, uh, signals are going to pick up pretty, pretty much in all directions. Yeah, Mark. If I put a tower, I had to put a tower over a hundred feet up, and uh, you really shouldn't need a tower, a hundred-foot tower for working satellite. I mean, you know, I just did, I need to cut more trees down. But at at about three to four thousand dollars per tree, uh, I just don't want to cut a bunch of them down right now. Uh, so that's kind of what we're facing there with uh, with that. And you know that—that's attenuation, guys. I mean, you know, the, the most of the uh, downlink signals are on 430 400, 400, 432, 432, or 434, somewhere in that area. And uh, you know, I mean, that's you know, the frequency's getting up here. I know when uh, uh, I played with some C-band stuff, and back back years ago in the 70s, we built our own C-band system and and uh, stuff like that from scratch, and uh, we used to get HBO and all that free until they, uh, you know, until they encrypted it. But what I was going to say is in front of that LNA uh, there, uh, even at, at, uh, at C-band, uh, you could take a phone book, you could take a phone book that was maybe two inches thick, and you could put that phone book right in front of that, that LNA or LNB, and the signal would go through that phone book just like that. But you could take one green leaf and hold it up there in front of that uh, LNB, and it would just pretty much block the signal. So as the frequencies increase, the attenuation is, uh, uh, you know, a lot, a lot more there when you have foliage like that. Hopefully uh, our satellite stuff will work a whole lot better um, this, uh, this winter. Okay, so here's the, uh, here's the very short. One. This is uh, the ISS. Uh, I just let you hear hear how I'm hearing the ISS, and I think this pass I actually kind of went over in the in the clear area. So uh, at least I'm hearing it, and uh, actually I was, I was able to talk on it. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Yep, uh, wrong one, wrong one. I'll get it. <clears throat> Okay, so you kind of saw uh, saw how it was working out for me right there. You heard uh, WA4 Hot Friday Night. That's a friend of mine, Damon, uh, here in the Memphis area, and I, I think I talked to him through the space uh, uh, station there. Uh, Damon's probably 15 miles from me, and uh, we made a we uh, we actually made a contact with about 500 miles of path between us. So that was kind of kind of cool there. All right. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into our video here with uh, Fair Radio, and let's, Glenn, help me pick out some stuff here so we can talk about it because it's, it's going to move kind of fast, but that's okay. This is a lot to see. Here we go, and I got to start it over. <clears throat> All right. All right. So here we go. We're going to start down the house here. Mark, if you see a thing here uh, interesting or anything you tripped over, let us know. And, Mark, uh, is my audio coming through okay? You're good? Yeah, okay, good. I want to be able to, oh, I see some tubes. I saw some 813s there. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to. Oh, signal generator. Looks like some surplus stuff. Yeah, I guess we're kind of reaching
4: the age where nobody knows what that stuff is anymore.
3: Well, let's look at uh, a few things here. Let's see. Well, let me start it up again. Man, what, gobs and gobs of cable and stuff. I don't know. Look, look at this. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you need some cable, but a lot of that's probably uh, military surplus cable, it's probably 50, 60, 70 years old. I've got some that are probably that old. Uh, and uh, I think I'd buy some new cable nowadays, probably. <coughs> It uh, looks like some type of scope there. Let's see, a lot of test equipment, actually. And I don't think he. It looked like they tried to keep a lot of the stuff kind of sorted together, like test equipment together and stuff. But then it kind of goes wild. There's, there's really no organization. I don't see to some of this stuff. Uh, look at all the parts in the little boxes, man. You can get a toggle right there if you want a toggle.
4: Yeah. Mm. One of those little bit of everything. If you ever needed, it, it's there.
3: Yeah. Hey, that looks like a uh, Radio Shack store or something. I mean, stuff's actually hanging yeah. up here. You know, on, uh, on little cards.
2: There is a bunch of that there.
3: Oh, now look at this now. Now, now we're getting into we're getting into some real junk here now, man. I mean, I mean, they'd have to pay me to take that out. You know. Mm. But you know, I bet if they put it on eBay, somebody would buy it. They got so much stuff there. They never, they, oh man, I don't know.
2: They do have a website and there's a mm. lot listed, but there's even more when you go there.
4: That's amazing.
3: Uh, I don't know. Looks like, I don't know, amplifiers or switches or something there. um hey i like that's a cool looking little meter box there i mean what's that what did say it is uh can't read it yeah can't read it oh but you know what that would be a good uh project box i i I like building projects and stuff i take that box right there and put something else in it you know yeah yeah uh question in the chat room is it okay for a person to walk through the store to check it out mark
2: yes yeah it's see in touch <clears throat> all of it might need a flashlight in the back though
3: yeah mark gets into some areas where it was awful dark i think you went back in a cave
2: about half the aisles in the back you needed a flashlight just to see to walk
3: wow
2: <clears throat> and we were using a light with this because it is glenn. still not really wow. that light
3: glenn there's your two-checker, probably. Yeah. Yeah, man. A couple you, of them. Yeah, you need one.
4: <clears throat> no, I'm stocked up now. Got one at the Huntsville Ham Fest for about 25 bucks. Got it all refurbished.
3: There's some military uh, vote leaders there. Hmm. Don't know what's in the carrying case. Look at here. Looks like a, ah, what have we got there? Hmm, not sure what that is, but, hmm.
4: No, I don't recognize
3: it. Hey, look at here. CB radios, man. You need a a CB radio? I think we can get you one right here.
4: Nah, I don't think I need one. Although 10's open, you could have fun on CB right now.
3: Yeah, they are five bucks a piece, man, for those. Hey, look, there's some, uh, are those Regency scanners right there? Yeah,
2: that's what well, they are.
3: Isn't it Regency? Yeah, that, that, yeah but guys back in the days, the Regency scanners, there's the, the, the white circles you see there in the, in the center. Uh, those are crystal control. I think there's, I'm sure there's a crystal.
2: Yeah.
3: You had to buy a crystal and put it in there for the frequency. You couldn't just go wherever you wanted to uh, on frequency. <clears throat> handy talkies there is indeed a little bit of everything how about PL 259 UHF push on man you want connectors? you got connectors SO 239's probably all the adapters Oh, those were Bearcats. Uh, IOL said those, were, those weren't those Regency. Those were Bearcat scanners. I think that might be right. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I thought they were Regency.
2: I think there's Regency ones that are right to the right of it. They're stacked <laughs> up.
3: Yeah. You know, Regency, uh, it came out with, they were one of the first that came out, like with the, uh, the little two-meter uh, mobile rig, the HR-2, and they had, you know, some scanners like that. <laughs> mm. Oh, look at here. We got some uh, watt meters. We got some bird watt meters. Oh, there's now, some birds, I've yeah. got some bird watt meters. I just don't have hardly any of the slugs that. Uh, well, there's that, a whole
4: box of slugs up. right to the yeah, right. Yeah,
3: I, I see them right there, man. I wonder how much the slugs are, man. But, you know, and, uh, man. I I need to, yeah, maybe I need to contact them, see what what their slugs are going for. (laughs) Hmm. You got your, uh, uh, I guess, contact cleaner stuff?
2: TV tuner cleaner?
3: Yep. That
2: was what they started out as
3: yeah you know we saw the tv tuner cleaner and cleaner guys uh many of you may not know this but pots used to get dirty and when you turn them they would crackle and pop you know they'd make noise and it was really uh really something the car radio the old car tube radios would would uh the the pots would get dirty in them and i remember working there with my uncle helping him he had a Thing it looked like a really long metal syringe, and uh, uh, you just squirt some uh, cleaner in down in that thing, and then you slide that over the shaft. You pull the knobs off, you slide it over the shaft, and you screw it onto the pot, and then you push that plunger, and it would push the uh, it push the cleaner into the pot there, and just turn the pot a couple times, and that's how you'd clean uh, clean a dirty pot.
4: Yeah, yeah Bill is saying. <laughs> Yeah, Bill is saying that that's probably the good cleaner too. Before they started taking out all the good stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Got some tubes. Oh, let's see. There, I, oh, there's some kit, that's radio. A Kenwood, that's Kenwood, isn't it? Or what is that? That's I think, Kenwood. I think that's Kenwood radio. There's some Heath. Look at that Heath uh, gear. And what is that thing? That's a Gonset. I've never really looked at a Gonset up close like that. But there, that's a Gonset. and it looks like it's a 80 through uh, 80 through six. Wow! <clears throat> now that is a single band, guys. That's the heat kit. You know, I, Glenn and I were talking about how we had the HW 100s, HW 101s. It looked very similar. to This. They had a few more knobs on it because this is a single. This is a single band. Did it? Yes. Yeah, this it says it. in the print, single bander. It, it says in the print? Yeah, on the top left. Oh, what's the what's the knob down at the bottom? It looks like a band selector almost, bottom right. What is that? F-band. Good question. It's what? Uh, I'm trying to read that. I can't read it. Uh, anyway, this is a single band. You can get them for 20 meters and, what, 40 meters? Had, I think they had one for 80. Uh, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> Looks like uh, insulator-type materials. Yeah, there's some insulators. we got insulators.
2: This is probably where all the vacuum capacitors are, too.
3: Oh, there's some vacuum caps here. I, I saw those earlier. <clears throat> what do we got there? Those are like scopes or something. I missed it. <clears throat>
4: That stuff that's probably sat on those shelves for forty, fifty those, years.
3: Yeah, fans. We got some fans. Hmm. <clears throat> the aisles are getting a little narrower here.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely can't be big going down those
3: aisles. Oh, what was that? What was that? What was what? Let me back it up. See if I can get it. All right, coming up. I went too far back. Those are those, those look like motors.
4: Those are motors. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: There's your fans again.
4: More fans.
3: They were they were they were like round balls or something that's coming up uh, right after this, I think. There we go. What is that? Those shifter knobs is that what that is no um they've it, got a rope attached to them is that so like a, some kind I, of weight is that like a plumb bob i see one here kind of pointed, like a got a point on it maybe maybe a plumb bob yeah I, I don't know man i don't know <clears throat> don't know now if if i went there and said i hey, i need a uh wobulator would well, they know where it is
2: yeah generally
3: oh man
4: <clears throat> yeah but you gotta you you just have to look next to the discombobulators
2: yeah yeah <clears throat> pick
4: 20 motherboards oh my word but you know there may be somebody out there that would kill for a motherboard right now Because people love to restore that old stuff. And the VIC-20 was actually kind of popular back in the day.
3: These are all type of connectors, military-type connectors here.
2: I did look through the drawers, and what it says is what's in there.
3: Wow. Wow. I saw a K at F four, whatever that is.
2: Dynamotors.
3: Oh man, Dyna motors. Hmm. <clears throat> Ceramic standard. Or insulators. Yep, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> This stuff looks slightly used. Yeah, thanks. Probably, probably not in working order. Some of it. <clears throat> There's just some tower stuff. Mm. What do we got there? It looks like capacitors of some type. High voltage.
2: A lot of high yeah, voltage. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And then light bulbs.
4: Hmm. If they're incandescent, there were something hmm. these days.
2: It's all small, twelve and six volt, and whatever in between.
4: Yeah, Brett's got it right. I'm not sure I'd trust a capacitor that
2: old. It's new old stock. It should work.
4: Yeah. yeah it'll work just fine as a fuse.
3: nice assortment
0: there
4: there's some more caps yeah. i guess
3: all right you need a book we've got books here mm. oh
2: yeah book on
4: every piece of test equipment they've ever made
2: there's yeah the, uh, blue ones are Tektronix and Sorted by model number. Oh,
3: I like this. I yeah, you'd I mean. that yeah, I like this right here. I'd buy every one of those just to throw in my closet. Yeah man. Got <clears throat> look at a rotary inductor. Cool rotary inductors there. Make some great simple good tuners with that stuff.
0: <clears throat> oh,
3: that's a nice clean one here with a knob on it in the center. Uh rotary. Love it. Yeah, there's
4: some good stuff there.
3: Yeah. That right there, you know what that is? No. That is a uh, right here to the, to the right half of the screen, the little thing with the brown circle in it. That is a uh, a coupling. It's, it's uh, that center, that center uh, donut, whatever you want to call it. It's probably got several turns of wire around it, and you can actually turn that to, to increase or decrease coupling, like for an antenna tuner. Hey, we're getting into some modern books here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Or military part number or
4: books. Yep. somewhere there's somebody willing to kill for
3: some of those parts that's an old receiver right there.
2: Is that the battery on the front
3: well, I, I, I don't know about that <clears throat> mm, those look like top secret
2: no it's a um,
3: data books they got the scorpion on the front, man. That's top secret, didn't you see that symbol? Didn't
2: know that. that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. Official manual.
3: Oh man, look at the manuals. Mm-hmm. There's a call book supplement. All right. That's phenomenal. A little, uh, those are little uh, military uh, transmitters right there. Uh, we actually used those at Ham Radio in the early 60s. Uh, actually made VFOs out of them and uh, uh, other things. They were, uh, were uh, kind of cool. Mmm.
2: <clears throat> Somehow I got in that.
3: Yeah. Look at all the stuff here, man. That's
2: just the front room.
3: This is like going to a ham fest. Yeah. You you, you see everything there, you saw at a ham fest, you know. And, and fest in the box. And more. All right. Here we go. Now this is this I would have spent a few minutes here. I'd take every one of these, these uh, variable. Uh, capacitors, yeah, those things run about a hundred bucks a piece on uh, uh, eBay. Uh, many of them are coming out of Russia. Right, out those mm-hmm. ones. <clears throat> and typically, that's what you need if you're going to build like a mag loop or something. Even even high power amplifiers and stuff have those in them now. we got more, uh, more uh, cap, more, uh, yeah, oh, vacuum caps.
2: <clears throat> These aisles were really narrow, so I couldn't yeah. back up very much at all
3: what was that remotes so i didn't oh you know what these are vibrators vibrators yep
2: and not the mechanically kind <laughs> not a vibrator you would uh use to vibrate something it's a uh, electrical
3: yeah these were used uh you know i first saw these in car radios uh yeah, they it, make it, and break the circuit, they, make and and that's break how the, they... Yeah, they make and break the circuit, and then you can put that make and break into a transformer, and you can step the voltage up from 12 volts to, you know, your B-plus voltage and so forth.
4: Exactly, uh, yeah.
3: And as I mentioned before, we would take uh, 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 wire cutters, dikes, and we'd grab the end of that and cut it open and pull that cover off. And inside that, right under that cover right there, there's a, uh, uh, a foam... Uh, it's like a foam hoodie that is slid over. It's it's the same shape as the cylinder there. It's slid over the the vibrator mechanism there to make it quiet because this thing will hum uh, when it's running. You, you know uh, you know if it's working or not when it's when it's running. So, and that little uh, that little uh, foam cup that we would take out of there made great tube pullers. If we'd go to and need to pull a tube out of a TV that was really hot, slide that little foam over that tube and pull it right out. I'll take that big one right there
4: yep there's some more vibrators
3: yep the four four pin is what's typically was in a car
4: yeah
2: This is where we go through those doors to the back.
3: A lot of tubes. A couple. 12 volts, 11 volts, 8 volts. And guys, for you guys that maybe... Didn't grow up in the tube days. The first digit on that tube actually tells you the voltage, the filament voltage of that tube. For instance, a 6KS6, uh, it took 6 volts on the filament. You know, a, a 12KS6 would take 12 volts on the filament. probably fact, ever fact, known yeah, to man in fact while i'm talking about tubes there uh there are tubes that have very high filament voltages like uh like 135 volts and so forth and the well, old you've got uh, the
4: 90 volt rectifiers
3: in the old classic uh five tube radio that pretty many of you grew up with they had five tubes in there and the filaments were wired in series and uh uh, there was no transformer in there and to get the filaments light up, you had 120 volts AC coming in and you had, a you had, uh, 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 you had five tubes in there. The rectifier tube was a 35 W four. So that was, uh, that was, uh, 35 volts. The audio output was a 50 C, 50C, uh, 50 C five. That's 50 volts. So right there, those two tubes are going to take up 85 volts. And then you had a couple 12 volts in there. And, uh, I think you had three more 12 volts in here, so it comes up around 110 to 120 volts, and that's how they would light those up. If one tube went out, of course, all of them went out.
4: <clears throat> and they've got easily one of every kind of tube there ever was.
3: I don't know. If they're closing, I don't know how they're going to get rid of all this stuff uh I don't know. I mean, uh, the best.
2: Did, I did run into the somebody there that was packing up stuff, and he told me he bought all the tubes. Oh, really? That, wow. They were videotaping.
3: That looks like a five R four there on the right. That's a, a rectifier tube, five volt filament.
2: Oh this is forty three and one seventeen P seven. And- yeah. Some of those old, old, old big tubes <clears> were just <throat> two digit numbers.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I threw away about 1,000 tubes one time when I moved from one home to another. I had them all in the attic, they were in boxes. I just didn't want them. I laid them out on the curb right the... at 1,000. Yep.
2: All right. I mean, at some point, you kind of have you to. This many
3: tubes. Mm-hmm. Looks like we're getting darker back here, see? We're going back in the cave now. Uh, oh, there's some good military stuff here. <clears throat> Don't know.
2: Unidentifiable electronics. a cave that's for sure
3: yeah tube sockets <clears throat> I imagine if you knew what you were doing you could probably build a rocket guided system with some of these parts here oh heck yeah yeah
4: <clears throat> it's just amazing some of that stuff you're easily looking at 50 60 years of accumulation.
3: Mark, you said this building was, it used to be an old lumber building, lumber yard.
2: It was a, well, like, I'm trying to think what they had around here. Carter Lumber, I think, was something that was around here. I don't know if it was one of those, but Mm -hmm. there's like a showroom and then an inside warehouse. And then there's photos at the end that show some other covered areas that they were like their outdoor um, wood uh, storage and it the signs are still up that say they're outdoor lumber yard
3: yeah man i could easily spend a day maybe two days in here maybe i already go maybe instead of dating next year i just need to go go there if they're still open Yep, hmm. things in the way that looks brand new
4: yeah they even sell telephone poles
3: <laughs> yeah it's holding the building up
2: Hmm, <clears throat> well, how do I get out of here? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's an escape room.
2: Yes. It's dark in all directions.
3: You know, one time uh, Kathy and I went, we were in England and uh, went in one of these big mazes at one of the castles, you know, just bushes, you know, and we went in that maze and walked and walked and walked, and we saw people going both directions, and it took us a while to figure out. There wasn't an out, there was just an in, and uh, you had to go out the same way you came in. <coughs> Now, that looks like some type of guidance system or something, aircraft system. Look at those transistors on there.
2: There was a fan on that thing. You can turn the power on and off to your uh, LED power amplifier. Some of those.
4: I don't even recognize that, unless that's a decade box for like resistors.
3: I look like some uh, Vietnam-era radio there in a box.
2: <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of green stuff.
4: I feel like I'm rooting through my art spins. Mm-hmm.
3: Kinda of looks like my closet. I had everything arranged really nice. Kathy helped me get everything in on the shelves, but over the years it just you know gets messed up pretty quick.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I've got to clean up my <laughs> attic. Mm-hmm.
3: Handsteps. More tubes. Mm. It don't look as neat back here in this area. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Not as organized as the tubes.
4: No, they're just running out of place to put it off.
3: All right. What is it? Some type... I don't know what it is. Green. (laughs) Yeah, green. Hard to say.
4: Can't read it. Tons and tons of test equipment and stuff though. Oh, look, you found a window.
2: That's actually an overhead door.
4: Oh. You can escape.
2: They were letting some of the heat out by uh, opening the doors, and it was working.
4: Yeah, just don't go into the light. (laughs) Man, all that test equipment. There was a time when I was younger I would have loved to have had a lot of that. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, back in the sixties, seventies, we a lot of the stuff we got was military, uh, surface. Yeah, and we were you, happy to have it. it through uh, through Mars, uh, places like that. <clears throat> All right, I got to recognize something here
4: i know i haven't seen a whole lot
3: there's a lot there but what is it
4: yeah that single bander was about the last thing i really recognized All right,
3: there is the front of a r390 i think Looks you, fairly well gutted you can see the frequency right there in the center i always wanted an r390 mm. i
4: bet that would let you have that one
3: yeah But it needs help. That looks like some brand new wire there, never been used.
2: It's field phone wire.
3: Whew! That's some uh, interesting stuff going on. That looks like uh, some type VHS stuff. I don't know.
2: It's uh, some kind of signal generator, I think, on the front. It showed. of solid state rf stuff
3: Mm -hmm. you know i've got some field wire like that here i use for antennas Uh, you just can't break it it's uh it's like seven strands of wire it's got three strands of steel and four strands of copper in it and uh, it is strong man
2: Or test
4: equipment. Yeah, it's just not a whole lot that I recognize in that.
0: Hmm.
3: I think we're back into some testicle equipment dear. Yeah, I
2: switch sides of
3: the uh, building Oh look at a digital readout there man. Oh that's minutes hours That's a clock Yeah probably a doomsday clock well, that, looks, that looks pretty neat there That looks clean It's probably uh, You know uh, Recent you the, Last century maybe I mean, you know, I was going
4: to say it looks 60's 70's yeah, here. Right, 60s, with the shiny be, chrome
3: knobs It can be more than about 50 years old But it looks good
4: yeah, I'd say oh, 70s era oh, with the I knobs.
3: I saw, oh, there's a, there's a clock. There's a clock. And uh, I saw, those are more clocks. <clears throat> it there's said your,
4: Metropo- Met Police on it.
3: Oh, yeah? There's your sc- scopes. Or Met POCC. <clears throat> and what is this dark radio? To, uh, oh, it's some type of scope to the left there. The you got sc- me. See the scope? We got a lot of... Uh, Got a dark panel on it. Yeah,
4: I don't recognize it.
3: There's an old signal generator
4: right there. Looks like frequency counters there.
3: Look at there, Simpson 260. Those are worth something if you can get them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, look, they got the aisle blocked. No, They said the aisle was blocked here, but it's not. Almost. Ooh. I'm getting dizzy. <clears throat> I'm getting car sick.
2: You're sitting too close to the monitor.
3: probably. Probably. should have took some germamine. Yeah. For started watching this. I think I saw a birdhouse. Wouldn't surprise me. Oh, oh man. <clears throat>
4: Yeah, I'm afraid I'd need to take an empty truck there and a trailer. Mm-hmm. And then those side aisles are so dark, you have no idea what lies in wait for you there. <clears throat>
3: Did you find any uh, varmints in there when you were there?
2: No, just the just the um the guard dog. Oh okay. <clears throat> Black lab, I think it was.
3: Oh, there's a long dark aisle. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You got
4: to bring your flashlight and go down that one.
3: (laughs) The aisles are getting thinner. (laughs) Let me tell you what, that is one massive place. Oh, man. I want to go. <clears throat> yeah. This too, too far. It's just too far up here. We'll have mm. to go when we go to Dayton. It's about a 12 hour drive from here.
4: Well, we go after Dayton and make it a trip. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, after Dayton, go up, stay overnight, hit it on Monday, and then
3: drive home. I think we got just some still pictures here that uh, yeah. some hot Abandon
4: hope, all ye who enter here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> There's a. Oh, huh, that's interesting. The, the rock radius and the rack mount, the rack mount thing. stuff. Yeah, yeah.
4: Wow.
2: Yeah, that's the uh, room out front.
4: It's phenomenal.
3: How do they price this stuff, or do they? I mean.
2: Well, some of it has green stickers on it and that's usually the price. <clears throat> Most of the time, if there's no prices, the the owner will have to look at it and make you a package deal.
3: Yeah. There's some milk cartons.
2: Well, that's what you put your stuff in oh, your buying.
3: Oh yeah. <clears throat> I'd need a two wheeler.
4: Yeah. Damn, I did not know Ben Franklin did blunt,
2: My kind of guy.
3: So there's stuff outside like that under a roof.
2: Yeah, but it's uh, more stuff that they've taken stuff out of. Would be a better way to put it.
3: Is it more junk? I mean,
2: I didn't say it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> more
2: stripped
4: <clears throat> down carcasses. <throat>
2: Yes, that's what's outside. Is it like the uh, will
3: kill it, for a good it, front panel it, it, or something? It must be the. Uh, stuff. It must be the discount area where they moved out to. Discount. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> oh, boxes. I
2: think we were in their shipping area.
4: I can only imagine how expensive shipping on that hundred-pound stuff would be. Mm. <clears throat> oh, look, Maxell video cassette box.
2: Probably has it has that in
4: it. Okay, Mark, what did you buy while you were there?
2: <laughs> well, really, I didn't go There to buy anything, I went there to look. I bought some uh, small stuff. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember um, what we found that I couldn't live without. There were some little things. My son bought a stack of books, that's usually his uh, attraction.
4: Oh, I, I could have gotten lost in that book area.
3: This place, in a minute, looks like it's been bombed back here. Uh, I'm yeah, right there. I'm, looking, I'm looking at this keyboard. A There's a keyboard coming up. I don't look at this keyboard. Okay, I gotta look at this keyboard. Hmm, a, a B Oh, it's C. a
2: robotics control uh, unit. There's a Ooh. couple of racks of that.
3: C, I see a C. I see an A, B, C. It's got an emergency stop. <clears throat> There's no D. It looks like probotics.
2: <clears throat> I think what? the robots were out in the other
3: room. Why well, so, near a D? I don't see it. I see an A, B, C. D. Oh, on the keypad. There's an E. I don't see a D. E, F, I see a F, G, H. There's no I or J. I don't know what they, what would they, I don't know, man. Hmm. That's
2: probably the first letter of the commands that make it work, and they didn't have need the whole alphabet.
3: Yeah. All right.
2: That building is the other building.
3: Now, tell me about this area here. This has got to be the cheap stuff here.
2: Yeah, that's really cheap. Yes.
3: Do they pay you to take it? you know, haul that off, or
2: they might pay you to take that some of that away.
3: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Gee, look at the bushes growing up in it. <clears throat> well, there they are, man fair radio cells oh gee alright we want to thank Mark and his son for that great walk through there Woo. Man. that, that was amazing I feel amazing. like, I feel I like can... I've walked a lot man
4: yeah that place is huge <clears throat> it just doesn't man
3: alright guys well hey I think that's probably going to be it for tonight. I feel a relapse coming back on, and I need to get me something to eat. Ooh, get ready for what's coming up all week.
4: Yeah, I got to get to work tomorrow. Okay. You know, I'd be curious to know how many of these old surplus places are still in business out there.
3: Yeah, somebody said reminds me of Mendelssohn's. Of course we yeah. I've been to Mendelssohn's there in Dayton. It closed down several years ago. I
4: loved Mendels Mendelson's there at Dayton. You know. They always had good stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of stuff, man. I you know, it was kinda of a neat place to go. They had a guy that ran the elevator, you get an elevator and the the old guy there he'd turn the crank and the elevator would go up and down and I haven't seen I don't one know, of those man, in ages. Man, you know, hey, w- hey, one floor had big old motors on me. I don't even know how the floor was holding holding all that stuff up. But they had floor wow. after floor after floor.
2: We do we do still have a place called Midwest Surplus <clears throat> that's in Fairborn. That's uh, electronic surplus primarily, but it's not necessarily surplus. Well, some of it's just new stuff that, uh, really? that was left over. You know, so if you're looking for ICs or um, um, resistors, capacitors It's all very sorted and neat Easy to find if you're now, There's a
4: surplus place in Orlando um, that, that they go to the Ham Fest And they advertise I'm going to try to check it out next year
2: Yeah well, Marlon P. Jones Is that the one?
4: No, no uh, I actually knew his father years ago When I lived in West Palm but uh, no, this is like Skyway Electronics there in Orlando area. They're the ones who I buy my really nice uh, soldering pads. They're flameproof, non-asbestos soldering pads, and I use that as a a base for my workbench.
3: I tell you, man, you can go on Amazon now and find just about any anything you want, oh, and yeah. it comes here fast, man. I've ordered stuff. I've ordered stuff on a Tuesday afternoon, and it's delivered. Wednesday morning. Oh, yeah. Wednesday morning, man. Gee. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah. <clears throat> Guy, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. I hope uh, it was interesting, uh, show. We thank, thank Mark and his son for uh, the video. Uh, man, we could watch that thing again and we'd probably see stuff that we didn't see the first time, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah,
4: Brett, I used to love those places <clears throat> in Silicon Valley. I spent about three weeks in San Jose and hit all the surplus stores out there. Just take your shopping cart and go up and down the aisles. And they had sticks and sticks of ICs.
2: I think the weird stuff warehouse is still there too. I'm looking in the chat room.
3: Wow. All right. Good night, everybody. 73. See you later. Uh, See you next week. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Enjoyed the show tonight. Hit the like button up here if you like it. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notify button. Hit all the buttons. Yeah, hit them all. Hit them all. We'll see you. Good night, everybody. Night.